What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Black Equal Podcast, where we talk about comic book and sometime anime news on the small and the big screen. I'm your host, Gershon. This is episode 56. And before we dive in, uh, go ahead and rate this podcast five stars if you like it. Go ahead and hit the like button if you're watching it on YouTube. And if you could, go ahead and give uh, what is it, a review um, on whatever app you're using to listen to the podcast. It really helps. It boosts me up in the algorithm, gives me more listeners, allows more people to listen, you know, recommend it goes up all that good stuff and it's a great way to support the podcast with that all out the way oh i forgot also check out uh blacky cool patreon i'll be a patreon become a patron um check out the rewards all just a lot of good rewards actually and check out uh blacky cool teespring for a blacky cool t-shirt check that i'll get you one of those if you would like to so with that all the way, intro out the way, that I did not mess up, did very well on that one. <laughs> Let's go ahead and dive into this week's news. So first up, small screen news. Uh, Disney World has canceled pre, like they had people um, reserve for June tickets. They've canceled those. Um I have to check with my wife because I think we were trying to go to Disney World. Um, so I have to check and see if we have to change our plans. Um, this is kind of small screen news because this is Disney and this is really affecting their business. And they're one of the biggest streamers right now. Um, yeah, so if you were planning on going to Disney in June, you might have an email you need to check on because <laughs> you're not going. At least not to Disney World in June. Sorry, I had to drink some water. I got a little thirsty. Um, yeah, so that kind of sucks, but I un- I totally understand why. I'm not going to lie. Totally understand why. Next bit of news. So I reported this on the last podcast. Ball and Chain is getting a movie. If you don't remember... It's a comic that had a miniseries about a husband and wife who tried to make it work and decided to call it Splits. And then they get hit with some cosmic powers and then they become superheroes. But the way their powers work, it only works when they're together. It's getting a movie starring The Rock and Emily Blunt. I thought it was going to be a theory Excuse me. I thought it was going to be a theater release movie, but apparently it's going to Netflix, which is somewhat good and bad. Um, I don't know if it was originally going to be in theaters, but then Netflix bought it or whatever way it works. But the movie is still being made, which I think is a good idea. I think it's a very interesting concept. I would like to see The Rock and what he does with this. And depending on how good Emily Blunt and The Rock's chemistry is, this could be really good. So I'm really interested to see it. And now I know I get to see it 100% because I have Netflix, so I'm going to get to watch it. Uh, So that's exciting. Very excited about that. Um, uh, I I just, I do kind of wonder how it happened, but then again, I don't really care, to be honest with you. I'm going to get to see the movie Hopefully they get, well, we're still waiting for, well, 
I know a lot of productions have started overseas. They have new rules for overseas, and they took uh, different precautions. We've yet to start back productions in the United States for um, Hollywood and whatnot. So it's still no telling when this movie will actually start shooting. So that is the bigger question out of everything. When will this be able to shoot? Um, In other news, School came out last Friday or Thursday night, Friday. um, I guess it would be Thursday. You know what I'm saying. It came out. um, People are mad on it. They say it's not enough. Scooby-Doo and more of the Hanna-Barbera. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. Hopefully, I could probably try to get to see it this weekend. Um, but the real question is, how is that somewhat box office, I guess you would call it? How did it do financially in those two to three days of it coming out? Um, we know Trolls did amazing on its two or three days that it came out, made $30 million each day. I, how did the school compare? I didn't see any numbers, so that's usually a bad sign <laughs> if they didn't plast those numbers all over the place. It means that it didn't do as well as they thought it would do, but being uh, it was the only thing, only new thing out, it... it I assume it had to be do, had to be good, had to, had to do good. I cannot talk. Oh. Had to do good. So I'm really interested um, how it does. Let me see if I can find the box office of it. Numbers strong for school. Boom. Day one. Um, I'm seeing the headline saying it's strong, but I'm not seeing like numbers like don't tell me it's strong and don't compare it to troll numbers and then don't show me your numbers so that's one of the things they won't let you see the numbers per se especially if they're not good that's and unfortunately i don't think that it's public to I think I don't know how that works for um VOD. I have no idea how that works. I know a box office regular, it's public public uh information, so you can find it. But I don't know how that works for VOD. So that's gonna be very interesting. Um, in other news, the CW has pushed back most of their superhero shows. So I believe a lot of them was supposed to start. Um, and maybe like two or three months. Now they've pushed them back to 2021. Some of them in the beginning of 2021. Some of them later in 2021. This is them. They said this is them trying to Corona proof their scheduling. Um, so they won't have such a huge gap of not having new shows or new episodes. Which I can understand. You're trying to keep as many people on your channel as possible. And like. Your new stuff is gold right now because nobody can shoot new stuff. So that makes perfect sense. 
That's another reason why they were snapping up old shows to put in. So they're going to be using those shows as filler. So like Swamp Thing, they got a couple BBC shows um, they're putting up on their on the CW channel. And they're going to use those to fill out the rest of their calendar year while they wait to start pushing out some of their new content or superhero shows later down the road. Um, they got some of their um, murder mystery shows, too, like um, Nancy Drew, uh, I think, do they? And Riverdale, they got Riverdale, um, and a couple other shows that I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, but, yeah, that's what they're doing with their lineup. Uh, I believe Black Lightning is supposed to come back January t- 2021, um, and then, like, Supergirl, I don't even think Supergirl had a date. Flash is coming back later in the year, uh, later in 2021. So it's going to be very interesting seeing that they're doing this, see how this model works for them. Um, I mean, I understand the model. Uh, It's just see how fans will feel about it. You pushing their shows back even further than they expected. But then again, they're getting new shows. They're guaranteed to get new shows. So maybe they'll be okay with that. I mean, I can't say anything because I haven't been watching the CW superhero shows. I'm not going to lie to you. i kind of fallen off of them. Um, I, I did, since we were talking about CW, I did watch the first episode of Stargirl yesterday. It was okay. Hopefully, I'll probably post up a review of it Friday if I get around to it and remember um if not then i'll do a review of it on the podcast next week uh and you quote me on that don't quote me on that because i'm gonna forget and don't at me because i'll I'll forget or probably at me because then i'll remember blackie cool on twitter blackie cool instagram blackie cool podcast at gmail um and other news even with all this pushing back cw has come out and let us know that they're doing a crossover with Superman, no, Superman and Lois, which is a new show that they, they I've seen the logo for that. Logo looks pretty clean. Logo looks pretty clean. It's supposed to be a spinoff show from the whole big um, crossover they did a while ago, but they're doing a crossover with Superman and Lois and Batwoman. So this crossover is going to be a little smaller than the last one because you went really big on that one. You can't really duplicate that. So you got to go back down, start building up. Makes sense. So they're planning on them to have a crossover in 2021. The thing about that is we found out today, literally I'm recording this on the 20 on, I think it's the 19th, on the 19th. We found out yesterday that um, Ruby Rose has decided not to come back for season two. So I don't know if she's going to be in the crossover, if they've already shot the crossover, how that works. Um, yes, Ruby Rose is not coming back to play Batwoman. Uh, Kate, oh, I forgot Batwoman's name. I know it's Kate something. I want to say Kate Kane. That does not feel correct. <laughs> but you know who her name is. I'm sorry I don't. 
hit me up, let me know. Um, but she's not coming back for season two. Uh, she says she really waned on this decision. It was it. She really thought about it for a while, but she feels it's in her best interest or something like that. And it seems like fans are kind of upset. They say she did a really good job in the show. I cannot say if it's true or not because I didn't watch Batwoman at all. I didn't watch any episodes. Any episodes. <laughs> I feel bad. I, I know I said I was going to watch it when it came out, but it just looked weird. And then I just kept hearing not the best things about it. Maybe I'll check out the first uh, episode at least to see how it is. But man, now that I know she's gone, why would you get attached? But CW did say they're committed to doing a second season of Batwoman. So apparently you're going to recast her. So they're going to recast Batwoman. Um, That's going to be very interesting. Very interesting uh, how they go about that. I don't think it's unheard of. I don't. I think that's happened before in a show where the star gets recast after season two, after season one. But it's still going to be very interesting and see how that affects the show as it continues on. Um, in other news, Disney Plus is planning to do a, a Percy Jackson series. So... They got the green light to do it at Disney Plus. They're doing a series of Percy Jackson. The idea they said that they were going to do all five books and each book is going to be a season. Um, More than likely, they're not going to get the cast from the Percy Jackson movie. Whole new cast, probably whole new writers, all that good stuff. Um, the guy that played Percy Jackson in the movie, he sent out the tweet that he's super excited to see what they do with it. So, that's positive. Um, I I don't know Percy Jackson that well. I just know him from the movies. Uh, the movies were interesting, but not all that. It's kind of um, forgettable afterwards, I'm not going to lie. I vaguely remember the two movies, and I can't 100% tell you which part came from which movie that I do remember. Because <laughs> um, I remember there's a camp, and I remember there's that girl with the... Uh, her eyes are really weird. And then the one guy was a centaur, or... or Is it a centaur? No, it's like the, the flute with the goat legs or something like that. I forget what it's called. I couldn't tell you anything. I know, did one of them... Didn't they fight a minotaur and they fought the lady with the snake hair? Oh, I don't even know which one that is. Um, wait, didn't, um, it was it, no, was it Ulan Thurman? Who was in Kill Bill? I think it was Ulan Thurman. Wasn't she in one of those? I vaguely remember. But, like I say, very forgettable for me at least. Um, so I'll be very interested to see what they do with this series. Being on Disney Plus, they're going to Disney it up. Which is... Could be good, could be bad. It all depends on your view of Disney and their product. Um, But it is getting made, so that's interesting to find out. Uh, Only time will tell how that is and when we get started and who the cast is. I I think they're showing, like, super, super production 
um, pre-production right now. So I don't think they have a cast or ideas. Maybe they have ideas, but I don't know. We'll have to wait and see for that. And other news, um, we got more reports of other people in uh, The Mandalorian Season 2. Timothy Orphant. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Um, I thought this was the guy that was in Transformers. That's a different dude. Uh, this guy was in... What was he in? I gotta Google it. I, I had remembered, but then I forgot. Um... Uh, I know I've probably seen him in something. Let me see what he's in. Justified, didn't watch that. Oh, he's in that Santa Cruz, that uh, zombie lady. Oh, he was a hitman. I thought he was okay in Hitman. He was okay in Hitman. Anything else? He was in Die Hard. Oh, he was the guy. He was the villain in Die Hard. Uh, Live free or Die Hard. I remember that one. I remember him in that, and he was pretty good. He was really good. Uh, everything else, he was in that. That was weird. He was in that. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, I think that's a decent get. I don't remember him in a lot of stuff. I remember him in... A, a, a fair amount of stuff, but nothing that was like, oh, yeah, that guy that really sets it apart. You know what I mean? So, he's supposed to be, he's supposed to have, like, a mysterious role or mystery role. But I seen something else saying that he might be in the Boba Fett suit. So, I don't know. Take that what you will. It could have been just a rumor of the role he might be in, or it could be true. He could be playing Boba Fett, or at least be in the suit. Um, only time will tell. We will be getting that in October. I wish they would stop leaking stuff, especially since it's coming out. It's not delayed or anything. It's coming out. And there's a lot of stuff they've already said that I wouldn't to see happen in the show. So that kind of sucks. But you kind of have to do it because it keep people talking about the show, so they're excited about it. So it's on people's radar and all that good stuff. But yeah, some stuff I would have rather uh, found out later. Anyway, uh, next up, Umbrella Academy Season 2 has a premiere date, and it is July 31st. I'm not going to lie to you, I did not finish Season 1. I got to like Episode 4 or 5. Not saying I, it was boring. I think I just got busy and I didn't have time to go back to it. And then after you like miss a so long of a show, don't watch it for so long, you like, oh, I don't vaguely remember what happened in the beginning. And you want to go back to the beginning and watch that. So that's terrible. But now I got to watch it so I can get ready for season two. Oh my God, there's so much stuff I got to watch. Um, <laughs> So it's another show on the list to have to watch. Um... I heard it was good. I heard the first season was really good. Um, I like what I watched. I I like the characters. I really like the kid um, who could travel through time. He was really interesting. I know that we were getting to the point where uh, I don't remember anybody's name. I'm gonna not gonna lie to you right now. The girl with the violin. I know she has some kind of power. 
that we were leading up to learning about um, the future guys, the future cops. I, I want to call them future cops because they, I think they were going back in time to kill a dude because he was going back in time. That that was interesting. <coughs> Sorry, that was interesting. Um, it was. It, I was starting to get into the world, so I, I wanna. I gotta revisit it to, before season two comes out, so I'm ready. But yeah, uh, let me know what you guys felt about that. Are you excited for season two? Um, are you? Have you been waiting? I think it felt like it's been going. It's been a long time before season two came back out. At least a year, maybe more. Um, yeah, but it's coming. Get ready, July thirty first. Season 2, Umbrella Academy. Uh, definitely got to check that out. Um, and that's it for small screen news. I didn't watch any anime this week. I'm still behind on... Um, is it Demon Slayer? Yeah, Demon Slayer I'm still behind. Still trying to finish the, second, the first season. Uh, I'm watching it dubbed. Um, I got to start watching... I think I'm going to have to start watching God of Tower or Tower of God and subbed because I keep seeing stuff about it and people saying it's really good. And I'm like, ah, sorry. And I'm not seeing any um, news about if it's going to get a dub. So I think I'm going to have to watch the sub version. Still have to go watch Promised Land. And what else of the anime that I was supposed to watch? I don't know. I'm vaguely forget it off the top of my head. But yeah, that's it for small screen news. Thanks for listening to small screen news. I don't know why I said that. But like always, if there's something I missed that you wanted me to talk about, give my opinion on or my thoughts on, let me know and I'll definitely put it in the next podcast. Alright guys, time for big screen news. Which there wasn't a lot of big screen news, um, being that everything shut down. <laughs> they don't have that bunch of news out. Uh, but we're going to talk about the stuff we did find. And first up, Matrix 4 is looking to start, resume shooting um, by this summer. I know a lot of companies are trying to finish shooting their stuff. But Matrix uh, feel like they all get a chance to go back to shooting. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I would like it to. Because I am very excited to see what they do with Matrix 4. Um, for two reasons. So, Matrix 3... Neo dies. Spoiler, Neo dies. If I spoil that for you, I am not really sorry because you should have saw it by now. I'm just saying. Let's be realistic. Secondly, he's dead. So how do we do this? Talks of Matrix 4 saying, they were saying that it was kind of a prequel and that uh, I don't know how to say dude's name. I'm, uh, I don't know how to say his name because his name is really, really, he has a really cool name, but it's hard to pronounce. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, 
Let me see if I can find it. Hold on. Maybe if I visually look at it, <laughs> it'd be easier to pronounce. Okay, here we go. We're going to try to pronounce it. Yadulmiti the second. Yaladu. Oh, I hate that I can't pronounce his name because he is such a good actor. He's so good in Watchmen. He is pretty good in The Get Down. He is, he's okay in Aquaman, but he is really good in Watchmen. Like, phenomenally good in Watchmen. Um, they say he is supposed to be playing uh, a younger Morpheus in this Matrix 4. I hope not. I kind of hope not. I hope he's a whole new character. I honestly do. I honestly hope he's a whole new character to um to give him his own thing so he's not on the coattails of um Morris Fishburg. Is it Morris Fishburg? Lawrence. Lawrence Fishburg, yeah. Uh, I for, I'm I feel bad that I forgot his name as well. Lawrence Fitchburg. Um, cause I mean, Lawrence Fishburne is an amazing actor as well. <laughs> Let's just be honest. But hopefully, he's not playing him, so we're not sitting there comparing his Morpheus portrayal to Lawrence Fishburne's Morpheus portrayal. Really hope he's a different character altogether. Um, unfortunately, Hollywood is kind of keep doing the same stuff so maybe it won't happen that sucks but yeah um really excited to see what this matrix 4 is going to be about we've seen a couple shots of things going on and to be honest i love this world i really dug this world from the first two movies the third one kind of let me down it did kind of leave me down but that's usually what happens with trilogies there's always two good ones and a bad one or there's two bad ones and one really good one. Uh, story of my life. But that is what it is. Uh, but I'm still excited to see what they do with this Matrix 4. Let me know how you guys feel. Second, Crimson Hemsworth. Uh, I guess there's some co challenge called the All In Challenge. I have no idea what it is about. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be 100% with you. I don't know what it's about. But Chris Hemsworth. He knows what's going on with the challenge, and he has done a challenge to where he is going to take someone to the Thor Love and Thunder movie premiere. Um, of course, when it actually does come out, hopefully, by then we should have a vaccine and all that good stuff. But uh, he is going to take someone to the premiere. I have no idea how you get in the running for this competition. I'm pretty sure if you go to his Twitter or something, you'll find that out from there. But this is really cool. I would love to go to a premiere to a Marvel movie, a big Marvel movie, even a small Marvel movie. I would love to go to a premiere. I think that would be awesome. Um, and Chris Hemsworth is making that happen for someone. I know that I think it was... Thor Ragnarok, he took uh, Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith talked about the time he went with Thor to the premiere of Thor Ragnarok. 
uh, Chris Hemsworth, K.A. Thor, and he was just like super excited and stuff like that. And he was like, I don't believe he dropped me. Whatever. It sounds like it would be a great time. I would be super excited if I could go. Um, but, yeah, that's happening. He So, go check that out. Go look for that if you would like to possibly win that. Um, if that's what the All-In Challenge is about. I don't know. <laughs> In other news, um, Black Panther 2 is looking to start shooting earlier than they they expect it. They're looking to try to start production in 2021, the beginning of 2021. I'm super excited for this. I am so excited, yet worried, but still excited on the edge of my seat for Black Panther 2 to see what they do. Um, there's a lot of rumors that Namor is going to be the villain. There's rumors that uh, I know other people wanted... Um, um, Craven to be the villain, but he's owned by Sony. I don't think Sony's gonna play like that. Let's just be realistic. Um, I do want it to be. Um, I don't. I, I'm. I'm gonna be hundred percent with you. I don't know which villain should be. I would like it to. You can't do Claw because they already killed Claw. Unless they do like, nah, they can't do that. Can they? Nah, they can't do that. I thought I was thinking like they would make Claw into his superhuman, supervillain form Claw, but I don't think they could do that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea what villain it is, but it'd be really cool if ah, I don't want him to. In his third movie, he can team up with Fantastic Four. That'd be okay, but not for a second movie. That'd be. It. But then again, Namor would be very interesting. Have those two cities. Combine fight. That's where I seen one thing where they were talking about Namor was going to be a villain. And it was going to be a fight between Namor's kingdom and Kachala's kingdom. And that sounded interesting. I'm not going to lie to you. It sounded very interesting. But now that the whole MCU universe has changed so dramatically from the time Black Panther came out to this point in time... The MCU as it is, it's going to be real interesting um, where they go with it. Especially since we're going to have a new big bad that's going to be overseeing the MCU as it is. Also introducing the internals where you're going to introduce basically gods. So... That's going to be very interesting to see where that where that fits in and how that affects Black Panther 2's movie as well. All this is to say that I'm very excited to see what happens in the MCU after like Black Widow. Um, more after the internal movies happen. How did that affect the rest of the MCU going forward? Um, yeah, I'm really excited for that. I'm not going to lie to you. So excited. So excited. But we have plenty of time to wait and we'll start seeing shots and stuff hopefully next year. And we can start getting a better idea of what's going on there. Um, In other news, we have some more Dune photo releases. One of them was just of... I forget his name, the main actor playing the main character in Doom. I'm not going to lie to you, I don't know Doom. I don't know Doom, but I hear it's amazing. 
entire dude is amazing. Uh, what's his name? Timothy. Timothy. I thought, what is his last name? Uh, Timothy Chalamine. I think that's his name. Uh, yeah. So I guess one image was of him. Uh, just like in a white shirt or something. Uh, it wasn't too much. I thought it'd be more stuff, even though the, like they did release that big packet of stuff. Oh, that did get me excited for the movie. I'm not gonna lie to you. Those the suits look really cool. The um, them in the desert looks really cool. I know there's supposed to be like some giant sandworm, and then there's like I think everybody has swords or something like that. It seems like it's. Apocalyptic, where water is the main source of like currency. I think I could be wrong on this. A hundred percent could be wrong, but yeah, it seems really interesting. And I'm really cool, really excited to see it when it actually does come out. So hopefully that does happen very soon. So I'm waiting for that. Super excited. Um, and other news. Oh, this got so many people upset. So Robert Patton did a GQ interview and. He was saying some, like, off-the-wall stuff here and there. But he also said in that interview he likes to say weird stuff just to, you know, rile people up, blah, blah, this. But then it got to talking about the Batman movie. And he goes into how he's not working out like they want him to. And then he does look very skinny. And I guess some at some portion of the interview he, he called one of his co-stars. And they were working out. They were like, yeah, I'm doing the stuff they told me to do. I think it was Zoe Kravitz that he called. But she was like, yeah, I'm doing all the stuff they told me to do. The workouts, the stuff they gave me to work out with. You know, the meal plan, all that. And he was like, yeah, I'm not doing any of that stuff. I'm barely working out like they want me to. And you can see that he doesn't have that superhero physique. Um... Then again, they knew who he was, um, so uh, I don't know if this is a big troll, if they're doing this to uh, throw people a uh, uh, surprise so when he does come out and he's all ripped or whatever, or maybe they're going in a different avenue where Batman isn't ripped. Batman is in the process of getting ripped or whatever. Are they going to do movie magic and make it look like he's ripped? Whichever one. But I know people got really upset about this and felt that he wasn't um, handling this with the prestige it should be handled with being able to play Batman. Um, for me, um, I'm going to be 100% with you. I don't care. It is what it is. He's going to play Batman. He's either going to do good or he's going to do bad. Still gonna be Batman in the world. There's still gonna be Batman. Two or three years down the line, they'll reboot it to make another Batman. It is what it is. Um, I was upset when Ben Affleck was cast as Batman, but then I thought he did a great job in the first Batman movie or the first Batman vs Superman movie. I thought he did a great job as Batman. He was an okay Bruce Wayne, but I thought he was a really good Batman. And that warehouse scene is amazing. Um, but then Justice League, he was, yeah, he wasn't that great in Justice League. But I still had fun with it, so it is what it is. Either Robert, Robert Pattinson, 
always mess up on his name. Either he's going to be a really good Batman, going to do some awesome stuff with it, or he's going to be a really bad Batman, and we're never going to see him again. <laughs> it's just the way it is. Um, that's that's where I've come to terms with it. Mind you, Batman is my second favorite um, superhero of all time. So I'm really attached to Batman. Do I think this is going to ruin Batman's um, legacy if Robert Pattinson does a bad job? God, no. He's still going to be Batman. He's Batman. Let's be honest. It's just going to mean we're going to have uh, a new Batman a lot sooner than we thought. <laughs> uh, and Robert Pattinson won't continue as Batman. That's all that means. So take with a grain of salt, people. Calm down. Let it go. Move on. Deal with it. We'll see you when it comes out. And then we'll move on. Or we won't move on and we'll talk about it for 60 years. Because <laughs> we're nerds. That's what we do. <laughs> In other news... Um, Hollywood is really trying to see what Tenet does. Uh, Nolan wants Tenet to come out on the day of its release and keep its release date. Here's the thing. California has um, pushed their stay at home another month. So it looks like they won't be leaving their houses until... June, almost July. Tenet is supposed to come out in June, I believe. Um, as you, some of you know, some places throughout the United States have reopened. Um, in my opinion, not the best idea. We're going to have a lot more outbreaks and people are going to get sick again. And then we're going to go all through this all again. And we're going to be back in the house even longer. And that's going to suck. And the economy is really not going to bounce back from that. But those are my thoughts. Um, there are movie theaters open with really weird, strict rules on social distance. Got to be there a certain time. Got to wear your mask. All this good stuff. Wiping off surface. They're doing this. I get why they're doing it. Trying to create revenue. Trying to make money. I understand that. But if Tenet comes out when it's supposed to on this release date and only like... 30 to 40% of theaters are even open for it to play in. It is not going to make anywhere near its money back. Um, so for Warner Brothers, I believe it's Warner Brothers, to not move this movie is going to be detrimental to them. They also are trying to see if they're going to keep it because they're going to start doing advertising for it. Um they're, they're stuck. They're between a rock and a hard place. They really are. I mean, the smarter move is to move your movies, but then you got to move a lot of your other movies down the road to get a new release date for each movie you move it. That's a pain. But would you just want this movie to flop, being that it costs you $200 million to make, and you will recoup none of that back? You're a business. You're about making that money. Um, so you got to do what you got to do. It's going to be interesting. Um, last time I checked, they still have the release date. And they're still waiting. They're trying to get it to be that release date. But if your biggest markets, California, New York, those are your two biggest markets in the United States, don't open, it's it doesn't make it feasible to release that movie. Just realistically, it doesn't. Um, all through the Midwest accounts for, I think, more of 40%. 
and those two markets account for like 60 to 80 percent maybe i know my percentage is off but you you get what i'm saying um but i'm not gonna lie i want to see tenet but will i be going to the movies right now if it comes out no no as much as i want to see it because it looks very interesting oh we got some news that uh robert pattinson is not a time travel thing which makes me even more interested because i've seen nothing but time travel i've seen nothing but time clocks working working backwards how you gonna tell me this is not time travel what is going on (laughs) makes me even more interested to see the movie now but nah i can't chance to get in that big c because I want to see Tenet. <laughs> you got to tell me this is a life-changing movie. It's got to be a life-changing movie for me to risk getting that C. That's all I'm saying. And I don't think Tenet is that. I don't know what movie is that. It might be Black Panther 2. But I don't know what movie that is. <laughs> but yeah. So Tenet is trying to fight to keep that release date. But most likely they're going to change. And the rest of Hollywood is looking to see what happens with Tenet. I know that New Mutants is supposed to come out in August. I think that's a better test case to see if people go out. But then again, I know theaters said they weren't going to open if there's not a big movie. And would you consider New Mutants big enough for you to be like, yeah, we'll open for that? Maybe not, because that's been pushed back so many times. And it's not really a blockbuster. So, ah. It rocking a hard place, rocking a hard place, but yeah, that's all the big screen news we have. Like I said, not a lot of stuff happened, so we didn't have a lot of news. But if there was something I missed, please hit me up, let me know. I'll give you my thoughts, my opinions, um, what I was thinking about it. Just hit me up, and I'll put it in the next podcast, most definitely. All right, guys, time for. Movies I did a live trailer reaction to, but now we got around to reviewing review. And this is going to be different because the movie I was supposed to watch, I did not watch. It was either Lion King or um, Jumanji Next Level. I didn't watch any one of those movies this week. So it's actually going to be a show that I did a live reaction to. And never got around to reviewing. And that show is The Mandalorian. I don't know The Mandalorian music. I know it's really cool when you hear it. But I don't know it. So let's talk about this show. Um, first off, I want to let you know. There will be spoilers if you haven't watched the show yet. Um, I did watch it a long time ago. So I vaguely remember everything. Uh, but we're going to talk about it. And give you my thoughts and my reviews on the first season of The Mandalorian. First off, first episode I remember was amazing. It looked beautiful. Um, it got you back into Star Wars, but not that, not the um, Jedi space part of Star Wars, but the um, the you know the bounty hunter down and dirty part of Star Wars. Part of what Solo had to offer, but was fun (laughs) solo just wasn't fun but it had that feel of solo but with fun attached to it (laughs) if that makes sense um you got to see mando mando and his uh in the first episode you get to see him do his thing he had some 
decent fight scenes. You still were like, who is this dude? Why am I supposed to be impressed with you? Blah, blah, this. And then he goes on his mission to get uh, the child that is... Oh, wait. Well, that's what he's called. I think it was just a bounty. Um, Carl Overn is amazing. And I know I said his name weird. He's amazing in the show. He's really cool. You see him in the first episode. And I think you don't see him again until like episode three. But he... No, you see him vaguely in episode two and then three. He is really good at it. Um, uh, There's that robot. I forgot the robot's name. Also, I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan, so a lot of, like, the Easter egg stuff, like, certain planets they talk about, certain characters they talk about, went over my head. I didn't catch it, so bear would be, I'm just a, I'm a, a regular Star Wars fan, I should say, like, I love the lightsabers, Jedis, space battles, all that good stuff. I don't know a whole bunch about the lore. I know some stuff. But not a whole bunch. Not super detailed. Um, but I did miss all the Easter eggs with certain characters. I heard there was like characters that was in. Because uh, I think this is Poses start after Last Jet. No. Um, there's New Hope. Uh, Return of the Jedi. And Return of the Sith. So after the second movie, which is the sixth movie in the series, I think that's how it works, yeah. This is supposed to be after that, I believe, or maybe even further. I'm not 100% sure when this takes place. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'm not 100%. I think it's when the... Uh, when is it? I think it's when the Empire got destroyed the first time. I think so. So between Return of the Jedi and Return of the Sith. I think that's it. I could be 100% wrong on that. Uh, anyway. um, uh, The robot K... I think that's right. No, I don't even think that's right. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I don't think that's right. But whatever the robot who was voiced by Taika Waititi. The Empire Strikes Back. So, I think it's between Return of the Jedi and The Empire Strikes Back. I think. I could be wrong. Whatever. But the robot, he was really cool. The whole self-destruct thing. Really funny. Really cool. This That's another thing. This was funny. And serious when it needed to be. So it worked very well. Um, so that was kind of episode one really got you in it. Episode two was bad. It was bad. That's the thing with this. Every other episode was good in this. For me anyway. This is basically a, a Saturday morning cartoon western adventure of the day type show with Star Wars on it. Towards the end, they give you a more overarching plot, and you kind of follow the characters through that. Um, so a lot of this is Mando holding this baby, and then Mando's going to a planet and getting into a scuffle with somebody for some odd reason, and trying to get money to fix his ship so he go off planet and protect the baby. 
that's what it is. Uh, Western slash uh, babysitting slash laser sometimes slash uh, will our character make it out of this situation this week slash thing. And then halfway through, they start giving you more of a looming plot where he's supposed to kind of do one thing to do another thing. So it, it it's all right. Uh, episode three is really good. Um, episode three is really good. It is the episode when you finally see Mandalorians use space packs and fly and shoot. Really good episode. Crazy battle. Awesome. Just awesome. Um, other highlights in this series. Um... The episode where he goes to get the child from one of the Empire's evil guys who was looking for the child. Oh, Baby Yoda. Obviously, Baby Yoda is amazing in this. He's adorable. He does, uh, he uses the force here and there. He had great little one-liners. It's adorable. Let's just be honest. It's Baby Yoda. It's amazing. But Mando storming the stormtroopers and killing them, getting Baby Yoda for the first time, getting him back after he sold him. Um, him upgrading his suit with the Baskar. I believe I said that right. I probably didn't. And then, like, droids are really good in this. They're funny, and they actually do serve a purpose. So that works out really good. Um... There's an episode where he teams up with an old friend of his that did weird missions and stuff, but he sends him with another group. The whole mission is to get some guy out. Um, what's his name? Bill Burr is in it. He does a really good job as a weird gunman who has this automatic gun in his back. Some weird stuff. But he did a really good job, and it was really interesting. And you got to see more of Mando's skill to kind of emphasize why he's such a good um, uh, fighter and and it kind of made you go okay I can see him being a badass in this universe a little bit here and there and then you learn that he is not actual Mandalorian he just took up their ways and he eventually gets uh, his mark I forget what it's called. Um, to be a Mandalorian, now he has to protect this child and he has to treat him like his own. And there's a chance I've seen a lot of people do like weird sketches of like Yoda in a Mandalorian out um, a suit, which looks kind of cool. I'm not gonna lie, to you. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. But yeah, him and the child are tied down. That's his family. He has to protect them. Um, and they end off the series. Oh, I forgot his name. Oh, I forgot his name. He was in... He's in a lot of stuff. Let's just be honest. He's a great actor in a lot of stuff. He comes in the show. Evestio... Nah, that's not him. Um, Whatever his name is. He comes in the show. He's like... Uh, he works for the Empire. He's coming to get the child. He ends up... Trying to stop Mando kills. We thought Mando was gonna die. Finally takes off his mask, put it back on, saves the world. Blah blah. Saves everybody. Gets away. Um, the robot dies, helping him get away. 
But then, oh, I forgot, Baby Yoda does this healing thing, which I've never seen Jedi's heal people with Jedi power, but apparently it's a thing in the comic books and the thing that they did in uh, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, which is one of the reasons why they put one episode out earlier than it was supposed to be because that healing thing happens in that and they wanted to get you prepared for it in the movie. I know that was a tangent, but I had to talk about it because it was really weird in, in the show at the time. Um, but um, he ends up getting defeated by Mando, but then he crashes his... Uh, it's not a TIE fighter. Oh, what is that? I forget what the um, Empire's ships with the ball in the middle and the things on the side. I forget what they call it. X-Wing? No, it's not X-Wing. X-Wing is Jedi's. Whatever it's called. I know you guys are going to say it and be like, how did you forget this? Because I did. It is what it is. Um, He crashes that and he gets himself out with the the dark lightsaber, which is very cool, which is very um, I think that came from like um, the Clone War show and Rebel Show, which they're supposed to be pulling people from that show onto season two, which is very exciting. Very excited for that. And um what else happened? I think that's it. Now Mando, I think he got his he's got his he's got his rocket on his back. He got Yoda with him. I think uh he had this one lady that was fighting in the resistance and she's with him too. She seems cool. She was cool in her. Uh, she was pretty good. I'm not going to lie. She was pretty good in the episode she was in. Uh, but yeah, overall, I say it was out of 10, I'll give it a 7, an 8. About a 7. A 7. I hope uh, second season is a little better, a little more climactic, uh, a little more interesting. Uh, but overall, yeah, I liked the first season. I thought it was a pretty decent show. It definitely had its downs, but it definitely had its highs. It really was. So I definitely would be excited to watch it uh, season two. Definitely watch season two. So that's my review of Mandalorian season one. Let me know what you thought. Hit me down in the comments or hit me up at Blackie Cool on Instagram, Blackie Cool Twitter, or Blackie Cool Podcast at Gmail. Alright guys, that is the podcast for this week. Thank you for listening or watching on YouTube if you're doing all that. Um, If you could, please go ahead and hit that like button on YouTube and rank this podcast five stars on whatever podcast app you are listening to. Uh, It'd be greatly appreciated. Also, give it a review as well. That also helps. That's one way to support the podcast if you like what you're listening to. And I think you do because you guys are listening. You hear me talking. Um, But thank you for listening. Also, go check out Blackie Cool on Patreon. Be a patron. Check out the rewards. A little bit helps. Uh, Let me know. I might set up a cash app. If you don't want to use the Patreon, you can just donate to Blackie Cool and help us financially. That would be awesome, too. Uh, Check out Blackie Cool Teespring, where you get a t-shirt. Blackie Cool t-shirt, all kinds of cool t-shirts, any color you like. I think I got socks on there, too. You can get some Blackie Cool socks. You know you want some Blackie Cool socks. Go check that out. But thank you guys for listening. Oh, wait. Um, if you're listening to, you can also support on Anchor 
the website, not the app. And you can uh, support it on there. Throw a little money on that. That will also help. Two, three bucks. Hey, every little bit counts. But uh, thanks for listening, guys. Greatly appreciate it. And I'll see you guys in the next podcast.